Welcome to Second Take, the show that focuses on the issues behind the news. Mining Weekly editor Martin Kremer joins me today to unpack the latest in the mining industry. Welcome, Martin. Hi, Sashni. Now, by 2026, it's predicted that the total cost of savings of platinum-based hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles will be unrivaled. Yes, now there's so many outlooks at the moment for what could happen. You know, you've got people still saying that internal combustion engines, as we know them now, are going to be there for a long time. You've got many others who are saying battery electric vehicles are going to make huge ingress and uh, you know you must hunt now for critical metals because they're going to absorb these critical metals in huge volumes. And then you've got other calculations coming through now, like the one we've just seen, is that don't write off these fuel cells because if you see the position that they are in when you take the total cost of ownership, and that's what they keep emphasizing, total cost of ownership, and also from the cradle to the grave, but the greenest option from the cradle to the grave, many are calculating that it's coming into contention very, very strongly, particularly at the heavy level, you know, with the trucks and, and buses particularly, you know, they see buses going to net zero because of the fact that the, the refueling of that will be so uh, easy because you, you, you're working in a, a local area and you know which route the bus is going to take. And as long as you've got the green hydrogen where they need to refill, it becomes very simple and quick. And it's much quicker, of course, than you know, the electrical side of the batteries. And then you've still got others who are saying, look, don't bother about changing the internal combustion engine, but then put the green hydrogen or even other hydrogen, they say, into the internal combustion engine. I think we must fly the green flag very high. And what is the greenest? And if that is really competitive, that is what we must seize. And at the moment, many are saying that in the near term, 26, 27, you will have a total cost of ownership that will be unrivaled by you know, the hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicle, which is platinum-based. They also point to the fact that you know, the platinum is accessible. You don't have to go like charging all over the world to start digging holes in the ground and get the critical metals out. They also point to the fact that the, the recycling you know, is so much better. So cradle to grave, greenest. If that's going to be uh, the, the criterion, then suddenly we're um, finding that the competitiveness of the hydrogen, the green hydrogen fuel cell option is coming into contention much faster than people imagined. And uh, you've got a big company saying, look, we're going to look back and say, hey, you know, but we saw it coming in 2023 and now it's here. So a lot of them have been in the heavy duty already. They've been around. I mean, I've been talking about the one company for two decades. It's been in buses with hydrogen fuel cells. And they're the ones that are pushing these studies forward now, along with the Germans. And it seems that uh, they are saying to the, to the world, you know, fuel cells are an old uh, system of doing things. But don't look at what they were in the past. They have changed radically. And that the platinum side of it, which was the worry, the cost worry, is in terms of membranes only about 1%. So it's interesting how the competitive juices are flowing in many directions. And uh, I don't know whether all of them are going to win or some of them are going to win, but it indicates that there may be competitiveness far sooner than we think. Now, the World Platinum Investment Council is predicting um, a material deficit in the platinum market by 2023. Yes. Now, the good news is that the platinum market is back in contango. That means that, you know, the futures price is bigger than the spot price. 
So uh, people are seeing that th we're going to be, the demand is going to be very strong, 23% up, I think, uh, looking forward this year, and the supply very weak. And against that background, you're going to have this huge deficit. It has also been influenced by the fact that we've got load shedding here and load curtailment on the mines. But all in all, they think that even investment now in uh, the platinum is going to be bigger. And looking further, if the hydrogen economy does emerge as strong as it's, uh, some people are projecting, uh, there could be even a situation where platinum becomes a proxy for the hydrogen because you can't really invest in hydrogen at the moment. There's no uh, real means of doing that. But if you invest in the platinum, you know, it's joined at the hip of the hydrogen and I feel it could even become a proxy in the future. So there's quite a lot of upbeat comment around platinum at the moment and hopefully we will see that actually emerge because South Africa is a big platinum mine and we host so much we could create a lot of stability I think in the energy transition because of the supplies we have here and in Zimbabwe. Lastly Martin, African Rainbow Minerals yes. uh, says South Africa's energy and logistics threats should be turned into opportunities. Yeah, I think the CEO Mike Schmidt has got a point there. You know if you're in business when you see these threats you've got to turn them into opportunities. You can't just leave them there as uh, constraints. So the ones that he's looking at of course are electricity and the, the logistics and water, he's talking about water. So when you've got big companies focusing on this and saying, you know, we can really turn this around, we can already see a vision where this can become a huge opportunity. Let us pursue it collectively, collaboratively. And uh, you, you can see in the um, uh, logistics side, the rail logistics, a lot of collaboration going on at the moment. Now, whether they can click the finger <laughs> is a different story, but at least Hopefully we'll get onto an upward trajectory because we're losing so much by not being able to export iron ore, but particularly coal. Mm. And they'll have to sort out the crime along the line. And one of the things is that the cable change might also change the fact that there's not copper in those cables. And that could uh, put the criminals off big time, particularly if they try and smelt what they steal there and it's got nothing in. But um, <coughs> the other thing is, is, is the energy side of it. And a lot of them see the smelting business as taking a lot of electricity at the moment. And you can actually enter into a new era there that will allow you to cut costs. And they've got the big eye on inflation as well. Inflation is huge. So if you can actually bring in these remedies that also cut costs, you, you've got a win-win-win mm -hmm. across a, a big platform. And, you know, they don't want any crisis to go to waste. So if you're in business, I suppose that's the way you look at it. And he, he was good to emphasize it this week that we should just focus on turning, you know, every single issue at the moment into a, a positive result that can actually help your business. It can be more lucrative and it can, um, you know, do the whole economy of the country a lot of good at the same time. Thanks for speaking this morning. It's a pleasure, Sasni. That's it for today. Join us again next week for more news analysis on the local and global mining industries. To subscribe to Crema Media's Engineering News and Mining Weekly, please email subscriptions at cremamedia.ca.za.